How much do you pay weekly for rent? Two eighty. Two hundred and fifty dollars a week. Five hundred forty-five dollars. Three hundred and sixty bucks. What is your weekly budget? Three to four hundred dollars. Three or four hundred dollars a week. Four hundred dollars a week. One thousand. Do you find it difficult to live in Sydney cost-wise? Yes. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Because everything accumulates so much. If you've already paid your two hundred fifty dollars for rent, and you buy groceries as well, then you pay transport. Welcome to Seeking Sydney, where we answer your curious questions about our harbour city. I'm Monica Samayoa. This week, we answer our first official voted question sent in by Jonathan Troy from Canberra. As an ex Sydney sider, how are low income people getting by with higher housing costs? And has there been an increase in people leaving? I thought it'd be pretty easy to answer this for Jonathan, but once I got started, I realized this is actually going to be a lot harder than I thought. First, let's get some numbers and figures out of the way so we better understand the living situation in Sydney. According to the Australian Bureau of Statistics in 2016, Sydney's population had 4,823,991 inhabitants. The average weekly household gross income was 1750 Think that's enough on numbers? Well, Sydney had the highest net loss of all greater capital cities in 2015 and 2016, with 23,200 people migrating to other cities and states in Australia. Parramatta and Inner Southwest suffered the most loss, with an estimated 15,000 people moving out of the area. So I started to look at the cost of living in Sydney and, well, things started to click. Let's average out the weekly expenses of the average person living in Sydney who takes public transportation, enjoys a daily cup of coffee, eats out for lunch, goes to the gym, goes grocery shopping once a week, rents a studio apartment, and enjoys the cinemas on a lovely Thursday evening. Public transportation averages to about $37, a cup of coffee, $25, lunch, let's be generous and say $112, the gym membership about $23, groceries, let's say about $75, rent, $400, and the cinemas, $18. That adds up to about $640 a week. That's a lot for the average person. So is the high cost in Sydney actually driving people away? I started to look around on what are my options for affordable housing, and I noticed that there are several companies and organizations out there to help low-income residents find a home. I called a nonprofit organization called Hume to help answer my questions and give me an insight as to what the requirements are. Hello, Hume Community Housing. Nicholas speaking. Hi, Nicola. So I'm interested in applying for affordable housing. What is my first step? I would suggest the first step would be to locate a provider in the area closest to where you wish to live. You can get a list of those community housing providers from um, both the Family and Community Services website or the New South Wales Housing Federation website. What are my requirements? In order to be eligible, you must meet a household income test that is where we will have a look at your gross income for the household for the 12-month period prior to commencement of the lease. So, for example, if you were a single person, you can earn up to just under $50,000 a year to be eligible. And if you were a couple with one child, you would be able to earn just under $85,000 per year. Applicants must also be living in New South Wales, be an Australian citizen or have permanent residency. 
Is there an area in Sydney that is receiving more applications than other parts of the city? We see high demand and significant need across all of Sydney. The places that are most in demand would be those places that are close to transport and or employment. So we have often come across people that are having to commute for a significant period of time in order to get to work. You know, every community benefits from a mix of people and that includes essential workers like childcare workers and bus drivers and nurses and and we are finding they are applying for affordable housing because their salary qualifies and they also can't afford private rental or of course to purchase but they're having to live an hour away from where they work. And of those applications that are sent in what's the percentage of people getting approved? We do have a waiting list for affordable housing and we often would have, we would advertise, say, one or two properties in the, in the same block when they become vacant. And we could have interest of up to 200 applications for one or two properties. Uh, so according to Nicola, everywhere in Sydney is in high demand, no matter the price, but homes near public transportation are the most sought after. You're driving through farmland and stuff like that on the way in, and then you're sort of in heavy city stuff. And I've seen... Um, I've seen terrible accidents along the way because it's quite a dangerous road. Um, I've seen somebody smash into a cow at about 100 kilometres an hour. Um, and fortunately, they were all right. The cow wasn't too good. Um. Meet Ian, an ex Sydney cider who moved to the Hawkesbury region because of his work. He is a network specialist that is fortunate enough not to have to commute into Sydney every day. But when he does, it's a 142 kilometre drive round trip. It might be a bizarre question, but do you recognize any cars or any same people that might be doing the same commute you do? Oh, definitely, because like up my way, everybody knows everyone along the river. Okay. Like, so we know everybody's car. You know, we'd, um, yeah, you always recognize the same people on the ferry. They tend to, because there's a ferry that crosses the river you drive your car onto, and everybody knows everybody's car. And there's people that drive like raving lunatics, and there's people that are like... I don't know, they're just going so slow they might as well walk to work, I think. <laughs> they got all the time in the world, they're not in no rush. Yep, you can tell the ones that haven't got jobs <laughs> they need to be at. <laughs> How different would your commute be if you did have to do public transportation the whole way? It would be very, very long commute to do it by, um, by public transport. I'd, be, I'd still be looking at about a one-hour drive to a railway station and then I'd be looking at at least three quarters of an hour train trip followed by about a 15-minute walk to get there. So it turns out there is an exodus happening in our cities. As people search for a more affordable life, we know that one in seven Australian households is in a state of housing need. A shortfall in social housing supply means that some people are locked out of the market and others are paying much more for rent than they could really afford. So there you have it, Jonathan. Some people have to make the commute no matter the distance, while the other option is to pay the price to live in Sydney. Is it worth it? I don't know. You tell me. I had a great time trekking around the city and getting to the bottom of this. If you have any questions for Seeking Sydney, whether it be why there's so many cafes or how many layers of paint the Harbour Bridge really has, there is no limit. Ask away and let's explore the city together. Head over to our website, www.2scr.com and submit a question or vote in our next question round and let us solve a Sydney mystery for you. Remember, we all know what happens when you don't vote.